If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Stormwatch is continuing right here in the North Bay. According to the National Weather Service, there's going to be three major storms this week called the Middle Wave. The Middle Wave started last night because there are thunderstorms, snow, and rainfall, and the second storm is expected to happen today. There's going to be more steady snowfall to areas around 2,500 feet and above. There's also a 15 to 20% chance of thunderstorms and lightning along with gusty winds. The North Bay interior valleys are likely to see 25 to 30 miles per hour gusts and the mountains could experience up to 50 miles per hour. So if you're in the North Bay, the interior mountains, be aware that the Weather Service has issued a winter storm advisory from 10 p.m. last night until 4 p.m. tomorrow for areas about 3,000 feet high. And after the third system ends around noon on Wednesday, the North Bay is expected to finally see dry conditions until at least early next week. So keep your raincoats on. Keep those boots handy if you're up in the mountains until then. James Corden, The Late Late Show, is officially coming to an end. CBS announced that the show will officially have its last show on April 27th, which, yes, means no more carpool karaoke. James Corden is officially retiring from Late Night, and he will announce his final guest for the month soon, but he already announced that Tom Cruise is going to be his final guest. Tom has been a guest on The Late Late Show a bunch in the past, but they're going to be doing a musical number together with members of the Lion King production, which is very on-brand for James Corden. Again, The Late Late Show with James Corden will officially be over on April 27th. Well, we got the host set in stone for the CMT Music Awards, it's going to be Kane Brown and Kelsey Ballerini again. This year, the award show will move to Austin, Texas after many years in Nashville, airing live from the Moody Center on April 2nd on CBS. In addition to his co-hosting duties, Kane and his wife, Caitlin, will perform their number one hit, Thank God, for the first time on TV. So thank God I get to wake up by your side. This will be Kane's fourth year in a row that he's co-hosted the show making him the first four-time host Kane and Kelsey Ballerini first co-hosted together in 2021 she participated remotely la- uh, last year after testing positive for COVID-19 ahead of the show with Amber and Tanner today's country froggy 92.9 if you could eliminate one chore from your life what chore would you eliminate Robots and artificial intelligence might take all of our jobs within the next 10 years, mine included by the way, but on the plus side, we won't have to spend our days at home doing housework, which is nice, right? Why? Because robots and artificial intelligence are going to have that covered too. Experts predict that around 39% of the time spent on housework and caring for loved ones is going to be automated by 2033. Yeah, 10 years from now. And the chores that are going to be automated are getting groceries, shopping, household cleaning, dishwashing, cooking, ironing, folding, and lottery. Not lottery, and laundry. And the most likely one, groceries, can be handled by delivery service. But maybe this means that robots and artificial intelligence can handle the ordering. We already have those uh, skills and abilities on Amazon Prime that you literally have a weighted 
part of your pantry that you put rice on, that you put granola bars on, and once the plate notices that it's starting to get light, it automatically orders it for you. I mean, technology is getting crazy. It's getting a little bit out of hand, in my opinion. If you could eliminate one chore from your life, what chore would you eliminate? Mine, easy, dishes. I hate doing dishes and I will let them stack up. When I was living the bachelor lifestyle, I did let them stack up. So many dishes stacked, it looked like there were skyscrapers coming from my sink. And my sink looked like a city that had people in, and I'm pretty sure that there was a Golden Gate Bridge in there, I'm pretty sure a Space Needle was in there, <laughs> Madison Square Garden, and there was probably an insect community in there at some point. Thankfully, I've gotten everything in order a little bit now, but I hate doing dishes. Talking about chores we would love to see go away on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Deanna from Hidden Valley said, cooking, if I win the lottery, I'm hiring a chef. John from Petaluma said, at my age, anything that requires getting back up off the floor. <laughs> and Julie from Pengrove said, why do I have to pick one? They all suck. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only Good time, They're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. The movie Cocaine Bear opened in theaters over the weekend, and yes, you heard me correctly. It's a movie called Cocaine Bear. So if you don't know about the movie, it's about a 500-pound black bear that consumes a large amount of drugs and then goes on a rampage in a forest in Georgia. A lot of cocaine was lost. No, 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 no don't eat that, don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on the bear. It did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. You're safe. Bears can't climb trees. Of course I can. So Elizabeth Banks made the movie and the movie absolutely crushed the box office over the weekend and it's based on a true story so I'm gonna have to go watch it it seems kind of ridiculous seems kind of scary uh, but since it's based on a true story want to hear from you right now about when you encountered a bear do you have a story it seems like everybody who has ever been to Tahoe has a bear story of some kind well I've never seen a bear in the wild naturally, but I did see a few when I went on a zoo trip when I was about eight or nine, and the zoo had an open field. You basically drive around in a Jeep, kind of like, you know, how Safari West is in Santa Rosa. Well, I don't know if the bear hated the yellow Jeep or <laughs> the people in it. I was probably wearing a stupid hat, probably because I was wearing a Seahawks hat, but it started charging us the bear and we had to bolt out of there with the Jeep and they, stop they stopped the field trip early and everyone was horrified, including myself. But uh, yeah, I don't mess around with bears, especially after that incident. So maybe seeing the movie Cocaine Bear isn't a good idea, who knows? Pat from Petaluma, what is your bear horror story? So the family and I, we were on vacation in Colorado, and we decided to do this, like, guided hiking trip thing up one of the mountains. Yeah. And about halfway up the mountain, the guide tells us to stop and stand as still as we possibly can. Oh, no. And we ended up standing there as still as we possibly could for yeah. about 20 minutes as a full-grown bear and her <laughs> cubs walked across the path. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. 
Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married. Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma, Sonoma County's premier wedding venue. Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations, and highlights of being a modern-day bride. And all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County. Please welcome Flying Cloud owners Jeanette and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. You really start out as a wedding venue. Julia no. was telling me it was more of a, like you said, an equestrian facility. Yes, there was not much going on. That was 1987, 88. Not much available here in the horse world. So I decided I would start an equestrian center, uh, more of on a par of what you find back east. So we built Flying Cloud. The name came from, it's actually a clipper ship, Flying Cloud. And it sailed from Connecticut to San Francisco. And my parents lived on Flying Cloud Road in Connecticut. So I stole the name. So we had Flying Cloud on the East Coast and Flying Cloud on the West Coast. And in the process, I bought a piece of property. It had uh, 33 acres and a house on it. But during that process, I had to find somebody to build the equestrian center. I wanted an indoor arena and in you know a barn with stalls and all that. And that's how I found my husband was I interviewed builders in the area and he had just finished building most of George Lucas's ranch. And so I got him and the architects and a lot of the... Um, um, the workers from George Lucas's ranch, they were all out on their own now. And so they were the ones that basically built our place with Jim at the helm. That's too cool. That's too cool for me. I don't even think I can be in the same room as you guys anymore. And then somehow this one came about through all yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not and sure how that happened. No. <laughs> she, me either. Yeah. Uh, so never uh, had that talk before. Yeah, uh, so Julia, 93. So we were 88, 80, 89 building the facility. And then 93 started building the family. And then you have a sister as well. She helps with the events, okay. um, as Julia did when she was younger as well. But she's now a professional dog walker right now. So she is she is well sought after in Marin. So she's down there house sitting and walking dogs. And Great. She can come walk Remy. He's a mess. <laughs> Listen to Amber Gets Married every week live on Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy929.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for some good news stories on Froggy 92.9, today's country, Amber and Tanner in the morning. It's time for Put on a Smile. A group of grannies from Kentucky recently recreated Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance, and the women, ages 80 to 92, live at an assisted living facility. They wore Rihanna's red costume, and they posted a video on TikTok and became viral superstars over the weekend. And one of the women, 82-year-old Sue Evans, says, maybe they will want us for next year's Super Bowl. By the way, I'm all on board for that. (laughs) An eight-year-old Little Rock, Arkansas boy started a GoFundMe page to help his favorite Waffle House server get a car. Kazen met Devante while dining at the restaurant with his family, and Devante was about to purchase a car when mold was found in his family's home. And that set him back. He had to, you know, take care of his family first before himself. And Kazen was inspired by, I mean, eight years old. He was inspired by, you know, this server. So he decided to launch a GoFundMe page that raised $11,000 as of Friday. I got one more good news story for you to kick off your day, right? 
Three Callisburg, Texas high schoolers recently raised $270,000 so their school's 80-year-old custodian, Mr. James, could retire. Grayson Thurman, Marty Yuxo, and Banner Tidwell launched a GoFundMe page on February 15th. It had a picture of their janitor along with the caption, this is our 80-year-old janitor who had his rent raised so he had to come back to work. Let's help Mr. James out. No one his age should have be cleaning our messes up to continue to live. Check this out. He doesn't want any part of the spotlight. He's very appreciative of what these students have done. I mean, starting this, Bizarre. we knew, and being in a small town like Callisburg, that people would want to help and people would want to support us, especially with something like this. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Has your child ever purchased anything without your permission? So a mom named Jessica recently went on Twitter after her twin six-year-old girls got the Instacart app on their phones. And I know what you're thinking, a six-year-old with groceries at their fingertips, there's no way that can go well. And you're right. The twins ordered $800 worth of snacks and she says her daughter selected 35 packs of Capri Sun fruit punches seven bags of Doritos, 14 bags of Lay's, seven bags of popcorn, and a bunch of other goodies. But Jessica Daughters couldn't complete their purchase, thankfully, because they did not know how to check out on the app. So she dodged a bullet right there. I mean, I see stories like this all the time. I mean, technology allows kids to make purchases, whether it's a bunch of games on, you know, an app that they love, whether it's DoorDash or really anything, or Amazon for that matter. I mean, a kid could open up Amazon on their parents' phone and say, hey, it could be Christmas any time of the year. Uh, so we want to know, has your child ever purchased anything without your permission? I don't have children, but I know when that day comes, I'm going to be very, very careful about my phone. I'm going to lock everything down. Because I remember when I learned how to use a landline by myself, you know, my mom taught me, so... I could call her if there was an emergency or if I wanted to talk to my grandparents when she wasn't home. And one day, I decided to get a little wise when I was home alone and I thought to myself, maybe I should order some pizza. I mean, why not? <laughs> Money's not real. <laughs> so I found the phone book, I found Domino's and I ordered three pizzas because of course there has to be leftovers. I mean, my mom works long hours, I could, you know, give her some leftover pizza that's what you know the kid in me thought the pizza guy came and of course I had no money the pizza man made me call my mom and she had to come home for work to pay the delivery man and yeah my phone uh freedom was very quickly taken away so Jen from Santa Rosa is it your child that made an expensive purchase me personally no okay uh, my aunt recently did though her daughter is uh, graduating this year, and so she wanted a new pair of earrings for her graduation. So her mom's like, well, just my card's on, on file on eBay. Just use that and get a pair of earrings. She's yeah. like, but don't send over $30. So she goes and she's looking for earrings while she finds a pair. And she orders them. And my aunt looked at her bank statement, and it said $2,099. Oh and she went to my little cousin and was like, what, what did you order? And she's like, a pair of earrings. They were twenty ninety nine. <laughs> and so she thought she spent $20.99 on a pair of earrings, and she spent $2,000 on a pair of earrings. 
Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's flu season. It is. Achoo! I don't feel good. Uh, bad flu. She's very sick. She has the flu. I've got the flu. Oh, he got the flu. Achoo! You know what they say. Starve a cold, drown the flu. I feel sick to my stomach. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> How do you boost your immune system? Look, I gotta be honest, I need your help. And I know this cold is going around Sonoma County like nobody's business because everybody, and at least in our office, is sick. And when I go to the grocery store, I hear people coughing, wheezing, sneezing. I've been battling this cold that's been going around for two weeks now. Two weeks I've been sick, and it's driving me nuts. I know. It seems like everybody at work, at least at my work again, is getting sick right now. And specifically, I know a coworker named Jeff. He got the sickness. He got the same exact cold I got, and he just took a day off work, and boom, he was better in two days. Which means I must have a weak immune system or something. You know, I'm just feeling exhausted because I got COVID last month, a cold for the past two weeks, and I am just so so, 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 so sick and tired of being sick. By the way, Amber's going to be back tomorrow. She's hanging out with her mother-in-law because she's in town. But Amber did text me last night and said, next time you're sick, take some time off so you can actually get better. And I said, my pride just got in the way. I just hate taking time off work. I can't do it. It drives me crazy. So I apologize for sounding sick on the air. I mean, I sound a lot better today, but last week it was rough. It's just going to take some time for me to get better. So getting some tips and tricks for how to boost your immune system on the Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page. Here's what you said. Deanna, aka my California mom, said, I knew you were getting sick. Try some emergency, honey. They have some gummies. Gina from Healdsburg said, get your vitamin D level checked. Should be between 50 and 80. And Monica from Santa Rosa said, take all the vitamin C you possibly can and stock up on the electrolytes and water, water, water. Catching the, catching the, with these guys. It's just Snakebite Morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Emma. Emma is getting a call from Barry Martindale, who is calling on behalf of Facebook. Hello. Hi, is this Emma? This is Emma. Who's calling? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of Facebook. Oh, okay. Facebook reached out to me and let me know that you're getting your Facebook account hacked quite often. Yes, that is true. I am calling you to inform you that your account is temporarily unavailable and you can't have access again until you go through a password course. A password course? Yeah, the password course is about four hours long. It's through Facebook University. And really, the purpose of it is to come up with better passwords so you don't end up in this situation again. Because sometimes idiots like yourself think password 1234 is a good idea. Um, uh, first of all, who authorized you to call me an idiot? And second of all, I'm not taking a course. Like, I'm not an idiot. I know how to make a password. My account was hacked. So I'm not... I'm not taking a course. I need you to just reset my account. Well, unfortunately, that's not going to happen. You're not going to have it your way because you're talking to our organization and we set the rules. So I don't know who you think you're talking to. Is this Facebook? Yes. I work for a subdivision of Facebook. Uh, Okay. 
I just, I, I don't even know what to say, but I, I feel like you're not being very helpful. Could I speak to your supervisor? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. <laughs> Wait, so that was a prank? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What decade do you wish it was? Lainey Wilson was on the podcast this past weekend recently. I got a heart like a truck It's been and Lainey was talking about how she feels like she was born in the wrong decade. She said that she feels like she's always been told that she has an old soul. And she says she wishes she grew up in the 70s and that the bell bottoms that she rocks would be perfect for it. And I've been told that I have an old soul too by family and friends. I'm still trying to understand what that means. Actually, just look it up. looked it up and here's what I got. An old soul means that they probably seem wise beyond their years, mature, grounded, and are interested in superficial things. Oh, that's a great compliment. I appreciate my family and friends for that one. Uh, To be honest, if I was going to pick a decade to live in at the current moment, I'm happy living in the current era. And I don't think I would change anything. Like, I, I just, I love technology so much. And I love that I don't have to do something ridiculous like churn my own butter or something like that. What I'm trying to say is I'm just glad that I have a washing machine and a smart speaker to tell me what 12 times 6 is when I occasionally need it. And because of technology, I can spend less time doing tasks and spending more time with my loved ones. So, and and I feel like that's important. Susie from Santa Rosa, what decade do you miss? I love the 80s. 80s, okay. I mean, if I could go back in time, it'd be either like, like back in the roaring 20s or the 80s. Okay. I, I, I miss like going to the roller skating rink and just getting my jam on with my friends. <laughs> oh, my God. We had so much fun. I'd skate three times a week. I miss the clothing. I miss the leg warmers and the high-top Reebok. We wake up in the morning for the roost to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. What vacation spot would you gladly visit over and over again? A man right here in California has set a Guinness World Record for visiting Disneyland for 2,995 consecutive days. In case you didn't hear me, I'm going to say that again. A guy went to Disneyland for nearly 3,000 consecutive days. Jeff was officially recognized for the record last week. You know, this is going to probably end up in even Guinness World Records. And that wasn't even something when this first started that was planned. I come in the evening, as long as you're in the gate, before closing, you're good to go. It brings back reflection along with looking to the future, kind of like what Walt had planned out. Jeff went to Disneyland every day from January 1st, 2012 and ended on March 13th, 2020. And the only reason the streak stopped was because of the pandemic. And Guinness finally uh, certified the record last Tuesday and the streak started when he visited the park after becoming unemployed and he would usually just walk around the park. He didn't get on a ride every single time, but Jeff says his favorite is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I mean, that's a classic, right? Uh, and he, I just, I couldn't imagine going to Disneyland for 3,000 days in a row. I mean, I went one weekend and I'm good probably for the next five years. And my question is, is how could this guy Jeff afford that? I went like four months ago and I'm still paying the consequences for the one trip that I did have. I mean, I had a great time, don't get me wrong, but (laughs) 
it's expensive to go to Disneyland. And my feet still hurt just a little bit. I got a little bit of a weird knot in there. But if I was going to pick a vacation spot that I would go to over and over again, taking money out of the equation, it would definitely be, be uh, Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii is paradise. The people there are so kind. Feels like you're in a different world. And honestly, the food, man, the food is so good. I know it sounds ridiculous, but had a mango Dole Whip. And I know you can probably get that at Disneyland, but it's not as good as it is in Hawaii. So if I was going to pick a vacation destination to go to over and over and over again, I mean, 3,000 consecutive days count me in for Hawaii. I mean, what more could you need? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. I, I, answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. Eating this increases your life expectancy by 33 minutes. What is it? Clue number one, crunchy. Clue number two, it goes together like... And clue number three, kids love it. Give us a call, 707-636-1467. Who's this? This is Matt calling from Santa Rosa. Matt from Santa Rosa, what is your guess for today's Mindbender? Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Matt, that is correct. Congratulations to you. Woohoo! <laughs> You're going to see Lorna Elena and Pentatonic September 19th. Very important question for you, though, Matt. Crunchy or creamy peanut butter? Gotta be crunchy. All right. That, that's how I know that you and I are best friends. Congratulations. You're going to see Lorna Elena thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What was your first paycheck splurge getting that first paycheck it's incredibly exciting it's incredibly intoxicating especially when you're a musician like keith urban keith urban says that he blew his first royalty check on a used car keith said i really wanted an impala ss mid 90s 94 somewhere around there I got my first royalty check for $20,000, and this car I wanted was $23,000. I flew to North Carolina to get the car, hoping I could get the guy to come down to 20 grand because I don't have 23. I get there, I jump in the car, and there I am driving the car with this guy, and it's perfect. It took some negotiation, but I was able to get him down to 20K. Just wanna say good job, Keith. Negotiating for a car is incredibly difficult. I'm glad you have that skill set. Personally, I don't have that skill set. Again, asking what was your first paycheck splurge? My first paycheck splurge was a car as well. When I got my first paycheck from Froggy, I went and bought a car because I desperately needed it. And no, it wasn't like an Impala SS like Keith Urban. It was just a Hyundai. <laughs> something to get me from point A to point B. Someday I'd like to buy a really cool like muscle car or something like that. But you know, I was 22 years old. Not exactly in uh, that time of my life to do that. Um, but at the time, I was driving this Honda Civic. It, it, I think it was a 98 and it was on its last leg. Every time I got in the car, Every, well, think about it this way. Every day I would wake up to come to work. It would be about 4 o'clock in the morning. I would have to pop open my hood and put coolant in my car because every time it started up, 
the radiator would spit it out. I just had a bad radiator and there'd definitely be times where I'd be going on the 101 and have to pull over to the side because my car was steaming with coolant everywhere and I had to wait for my car to cool down and then put everything in it. It was a mess. And speaking of the highway, the car shook physically shook every time I went on the highway. It was terrifying. And whenever I had people in it, they would freak out and I would just go, oh no, this is pretty normal. It just felt like the car was held together by gum. And for some reason, this is so weird. My One of my keys, my spare key was stuck in the driver's side lock. So I permanently <laughs> didn't have a car that locked because it was stuck in there. Fun times. I definitely upgraded my life since move, moving to Sonoma County, but want to hear from you. What was your first paycheck splurge? Give us a call, 707-636-1467. Again, the phone number is 636-1-HOP. Amber and Tanner On Demand on Froggy 92.9.